Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, and Lee. We worked out what order we're in now. I think it was just kind of so. yeah, <laughs> kind of the way it works, isn't it? No one else spoke, so I did. That's always, that's always a good way of doing it during yes. podcast radio silence. You treat it like a roundabout with too many cars. Yes. <laughs> so uh, a couple of weeks since the last show. Sorry for being ill. Um, yeah. But how are we all doing tonight? Okay. Good. Reasonable. Really good. Good to reasonable. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think we can go with that. I think we've actually even got some uh, F one sort of news, which we wouldn't stuff. have had last week. So that is true. The bugger all happened up to last Monday. So it was probably a good idea that we did do a two-week break. Mm. And should we get it out of the way now? We're going to do another two-week break? I think that's probably uh, best to say it now. Yeah, we'll we'll do another show in two weeks because... Most of us aren't here next week. Yes. Yeah, and there's not going to be a lot coming out of the teams because everyone's gearing up for the launches, which are all happening... Starting about- next Monday. Yeah. So prepare for news on Sunday that Nico mm. Rosberg is to make his return. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, and, go and sub to Musi Audio to fill the gap. That's a good idea. There you go. More plugs than curries. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we will. Uh, we will make a start now. Aston Racing Martin Point Force Stroll India Benetton Point Jordan <laughs> Spiker Midland. I think we've covered them all now, haven't we? Uh, the Silverstone team. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's go. For, let's go for yours. <laughs> the team based at Silverstone, formerly known as all of those, are now to be known as Aston Martin from 2021. Yes. yes. Because they can't be from this season because Aston Martin have still got the title sponsorship for Red Bull for the upcoming season. Yeah. Which means that BWT are probably going to vanish off. Well, they wouldn't have a title sponsor. They were only livery sponsors, so they mm. might hang on in some form or another. Which would be weird. I think if you're, if you're an Aston Martin team, it's going to be green, isn't it, yeah. really? It kind of has to be. Maybe British BWT Racing green. take their money elsewhere on the grid, or the teams, I'm sure, would accept. Mm. And they usually, they usually BWT. I'm talking about here. BWT usually sponsor Mercedes liveried cars in other forms of motorsport as well, don't they? Yeah. Uh, DTM. Yes. There's there were the, the pink Mercedes in in that with BWT sponsorship splashed all over them. Although, although they've got a few counts in the Porsche Super Cup. I was just about to say the Porsche Oh, have they? Cup. Porsche they do Super a lot Cup. in... Um, I stopped watching that in like 2012. It is useless, isn't yeah. it? They do a lot of sponsorship as well in um, skiing and Lower formula. sports. And Lower formulas as well. They, they, I've noticed that the, some some drivers in GP3 mm-hmm. and GP... Well, GP3, F3 as it is now. Yeah. Um, pink with a little bit of BWT sponsor every now and again. Yeah, Arden, so. I think, have been the last couple of years in F2 as well. Oh, yeah, because they, yeah, they've the, disappeared now. Yeah, but. they were for Sardendia. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, we, as you said, if it's going to be Aston Martin, it's kind of got to be green, yes. hasn't it? Really? Yeah. It's the rule. Because we thought that Red Bull might go green when they were Aston Martin as a title sponsor, but it yeah. never happened. Mm. I'm hoping we get something that looks a, maybe a little bit like the old Jaguar. It would be That'd good. Be nice. yeah. The Jaguar was not quite British Racing Green, there was it? No, too heavy. It was a no, little bit the, too emerald. The, pe- <laughs> the British Racing Green paint was too heavy. Yeah. Mm, so they had to they had to lighten it. They got even lighter I, I in think, Monaco, didn't I they? They lost with, a whole diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I think with modern technologies, they might have found ways around this by now. Yeah. Don't forget the 90s were a much simpler time. We used to have yeah. to send these shows out on tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you used to record them on, on C90 cassettes. Yeah. TDK D90s, please. TDK D90s. Yeah. <laughs> the, the album copier's choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, this this has all come about because Daddy Stroll has now bought a quarter of Aston Martin for one hundred and eighty six million pounds. I was going to say it's about two hundred million dollars, <laughs> something like that. So um, that's around he's... about what Nicholas Latifi's dad put into McLaren, but for a oh, tenth wow, okay. of McLaren. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a hell of a valuation. Mm. Mm. Um, but the um, the interesting thing is that that money that Lawrence Stroll and he said Lance then <laughs> the money that Lawrence Stroll has put into Aston Martin as a car company means that he is now the chairman of the of the board. Um, so it's it's his decision to make sure that um, Aston Martin, the company that he's just become chairman and main stakeholder in, sponsors the Formula One team that he also part owns as you know part of the consortium that saved. The team formerly known as Force India. And I, I, for one, am glad that they're changing their name because Racing Point is a fucking awful name. It really is terrible. That's why no. we all call, still call it Force India, which, to be yeah. honest, wasn't a great name either. No, but terrible it's preferable. Name. Can we just go back to calling it Jordan? It was a lot easier that way. <laughs> but, I mean, it'll be nice to have that name on the grid. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it comes with maybe some extra sponsorship because of the name. You know, yeah, yeah. Brands will want to be associated with that brand. Mm. Well, you see what that team does with the money it gets. You know, it's it is that team where you think another few hundred million, and you might be able to mm. push forward. Well, they managed fourth place, didn't they? When yeah. they were fairly well looked after. But they reckon they need another five hundred million in budget. Well, the thing is, as as Sean was saying, then brands will probably more likely want to be associated with Aston Martin yeah. than Racing Point mm. or you know Force India, for example. Particularly because it coincides with the the hypercar as yeah. well in WEC. So if you can get some kind of branding deal where you're on both, mm. that becomes very exciting. Probably Absolutely. from a sponsoring point and of I can't, view. And I can't imagine BWT um, having the budget to do the uh, WEC hypercar sponsorship. Possibly not. They'll, they'll find somewhere, I think. We'll find out, won't we, yeah. if in the new Bond film... 2020, Daniel... 2021, <laughs> Pink Williams, you heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> but if Daniel Craig walks up to the uh, walks up to the bar and orders a sparkling BWT... <laughs> <laughs> Magnesiumed, not stirred. Yeah. I, I've learned to not be surprised by the amount of money drinks manufacturers have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, in the last Bond film, Bond was drinking lager. Wrong. Oh, no. Was he? Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> do what you want. Just fuck off. Yeah, he- Heineken apparently did a massive sponsorship deal and um, Bond switched from... And did he not say, no thanks, I'm still spying? If you drink... Oh, oh that would have been good. Yes. That would have been great. <laughs> if you drink, never drink. Bond. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it. I like that. <laughs> yes. But yeah, like we all say, it'll be good to see that name on the grid. It's what they'll be able to do with it. I mean, Racing Point seem to be careful looking after the budget that they've got. And it's just a question of what is behind the wheel. Mm. Now, you've got theories that Daddy Stroll will be the only Stroll in the team from next year. Yeah, I've I've got... I'm pinning Alonso in there. Shocked. Oh, for God's sake, already? Yeah. Drink. Only, only because, only because... Did anyone it, have five minutes on the sweepstick? No, but he seems so certain he's coming back. And that, to me, would suggest that it's somewhere where you wouldn't think he'd be going. Because he can't, you can't, he can't be certain now to have a drive in a top team. But I'm sure if he wanted a drive in Force India... That's a certainty for him. He could have that. 
But this is after he says that he'll only come back to a winning team. It depends what he thinks going to happen next year. This this is the gamble, isn't it? I th- I think it as far as twenty twenty one goes. If you've got the rules getting all smashed up, if you've got a budget cap in, um, if there is like a big shuffle round of where the teams are going to be, just being in Formula One has more chance of you winning a race than not being in Formula One. Yeah. Well, you can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think just there's something. So I suppose with the time with Aston Martin, if there's going to be some sort of considerable investment from somebody into that team, I think it could come in some kind of engine sense. So we were talking about this before we started recording a little. Um, we don't know if they're going to be supplied by Mercedes. Yeah, so Mercedes have not long um, done a, a contract extension with Williams, and they've done a deal with McLaren from 2021. So they've suddenly found themselves with an extra team so whether or not they can or would want to be supplying four teams don't know which means or would be allowed to. or would be allowed <laughs> is the other issue so potentially force india racing point aston martin team stroll <laughs> i've forgotten all their other names um, I, I yeah think they might be in the market for an engine yeah i think they buy an engine and rebrand it much like yeah. Red Bull rebranded the yeah. Renault as Tag Heuer. So we could see a rebrand, rebadged Renault engine in the car because Renault will, won't be supplying any customer teams from next year because McLaren are moving on. Mm-hmm. So Renault will have the spare capacity, rebadge it as a Lagonda. Would they want yeah, it? Would maybe. they want it though? <clears throat> yeah, that's, that is the big question with the Renault engine, isn't Cause it? Because that, that Re- Renault were the, you know, like Honda were the laughing stock of engines for a while. But Renault were the only engine manufacturer over the course of the hybrid year that really haven't improved. That engine's kind of been at the same place mm-hmm. now since the beginning of the hybrids. Looked good in the McLaren, though. Oh, no, it's. It, I mean, don't get me wrong, obviously that Renault is a dog of a car as well, mm-hmm. but I still think the Honda engine, the Ferrari engine, the Mercedes engine are fundamentally better engines than Renault now. Yeah, it did look for a while, mm-hmm. didn't it? Like Renault might creep up on the Mercedes and the yeah. Ferrari, and they just didn't. And now Honda have caught them, and arguably, yeah. as you say, they may have even passed them. Mm. So I think yeah. there's an argument to be made that Honda have passed Ferrari. Yeah, well, there are as four, a power unit, it's hard to say because there are four Honda-powered cars on the grid, and three of them had podiums last year. Yeah, but it's not the same for Ferrari. No, no, quite right. So yeah, uh, there were actually six Ferrari powered cars, isn't there? Mm-hmm. On, the, on the only on the, two on the of them. Yeah. So as an engine supplier, Honda did do better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there, there is that. So it's, it's a valid <laughs> argument. Uh, but I think I think it will be a case of Renault will be the only team that have got the uh, got the c- capacity to well, supply unless unless Honda do it. But well, don't forget that would Honda want their engine rebadged because that's a big <laughs> thing about Honda. They no. don't like other names on. On their engines. No, because if don't forget as well that the Aston Martin Red Bull Racing Honda thing, it kind of, that has annoyed Aston Martin a little bit because they're like, oh, well, you know, you've got you're winning with Honda engines and you've got our name attached to you. Well, Aston were so, hoping the 2021 regs would let them in as an engine and supplier, it hasn't weren't they? Really, and it hasn't. No, no, it but hasn't. But they still really. got pissed off about it. Yeah, now, Paul, <laughs> did you say something about? Ilmore earlier. Yeah, uh, that was the other thought for whatever the Ilmore engine used to supply IndyCar engines. I think they have supplied Formula One engines. In the uh, past. Well, yeah, they were the original. They were they were Mercedes version of Ford's Cosworth. Yeah, 
because when Mercedes came back into Formula One as an engine supplier, they were all Ilmore tuned engines. Yeah. And Aston Martin now own Ilmore. McLaren Mercedes was Ilmore, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So we could see an Ilmore badge on a Renault engine in Aston Martin. Perhaps, maybe. Mercedes mm. did, I don't know if they still do, but Mercedes did own a very small part of Aston Martin as well. At one point, I don't know if they do anymore. Yeah, it was like five percent. It was. I, I probably negated. Still involved with uh, Aston Martin. Pro- pro- totally negated, probably by the fact that Lawrence Stroll has just pumped in a hundred and eighty-six million. Mm. No, mm. but they, but if they do still own five percent, it means that the connections there is doesn't it? Well, now, no, we're practically looking yeah. at Aston Martin ownership. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to be. I don't think Mercedes can be that involved with with, with Aston Martin I'd be surprised no no but I are. just mean like the, the actual business link is there you know it's a, the board member is yeah. there to speak to yeah yeah where you know where so it's it would be an internal deal rather than an external deal so it's an interesting one to look out for not for 2020 because we already know what's going to be happening with that really um don't think the uh, racing point's going to look awfully different to last year's car. A bit of a mishmash with the mm. blue and pink. Some, yeah, and I think it'll be a similar kind of performance, to be honest, as well. Yeah. Some races good, some not so. Well, well you, I think any team in that situation, Renault, uh, Racing Point, McLaren to a certain extent, uh, they would be foolish to put too many eggs in this basket. I'm not. I'm not saying that these teams need to go to Australia already writing the season off, but not far off it. Well, McLaren have already admitted they've they're, they're deep into yeah. work on the 2021 car. Not to sacrifice 2020, but they they are already deep into their 2021 development. Well, well McLaren because they've been on the the like the ascension again. They they have to be targeting podiums and wins for 21. For this year, they have to be targeting oh, podiums. I, I, for this year, podiums, yeah, not wins. But I mean, as far as twenty twenty one goes, um, a team like McLaren, they must see that as an opportunity to get back up the front of of, of the grid. Yeah, absolutely. But don't forget, it can I can also fall the other way, much like um, Racing Point Force India, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them now, Aston Martin, where. They were there and they were almost on the cusp of podiums. And if you remember, Perez got a couple of podiums. Yeah. And the, but now you know they just fallen right back. Yeah, yeah. but they're Haas, not Haas at the beginning of every McLaren, season. They're not McLaren. You know, no. they they haven't got the facilities. Haas at the beginning of every season looked like they might get a podium. They're always almost there in Australia, mm-hmm. and then the season goes on and they lose the development. Race. Who knows what the fuck Haas are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, team Ikea. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I did see that Roman Grosjean put on um, flat pack, and it's completely full of glueless kits. Yeah, it's like they're like fucking Formula One's equivalent of Express on covers. <laughs> yeah, if uh, I did see that Roman Grosjean put on Instagram that he was having a seat fitting at Delara. Um, okay. Also, Delara are making the seats now. I don't know if they're making well, the seats. I suppose the seats got to it's got be fit, incorporated fit in the within the yeah. chassis, hasn't it? Yeah. So maybe that's why they do the do the seat fittings just to make sure it fits in the car. Right. I'm a. Totally, totally bizarre reference, but bear with me on this one. We're watching the um, NFL Network coverage before the Super Bowl yesterday, and there was an advert that came on for a company in the States that you can book someone to come and build your flat pack furniture for you. And I instantly thought, are Haas using them? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there are com- there are companies where you can you can get in touch with them and they will build your IKEA furniture. Yeah, we call them joiners. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As of 4.30pm this afternoon, Daimler AG has a 4.18% stake in Aston Martin. What a strange amount. <laughs> <laughs> That's after, obviously, Lawrence Stroll has pumped yeah. in all that money. Yeah. So, and, and Daimler, or Daimler, however you want to pronounce it, uh, depending on where you are in the world. I, I think they'll have Merck engines. Yeah, they, they obviously Daimler own Mercedes. Yeah, No, no, but I think, I, I think Force Austin will still have... Uh, Merc engines come twenty one. It just depends on how the um, how the rules are being interpreted because Mercedes are of the opinion that they can supply themselves mm-hmm. in three customer teams, whereas the FIA possibly think it just means three teams because you have a separate engine unit and therefore the Mercedes F one team yeah. is a customer of Mercedes engines. So but don't yeah. don't forget, I think that rules there more to stop a to stop a car being left without an engine. Than force somebody into having something they don't want. Well, yeah, because yeah, I mean the current rules are that um, they can force the engine suppliers into supplying a team yeah. because if mm-hmm. there's a car, if there's a car without an engine, the FIA can mandate the company that's supplying the least yeah. number of teams to supply an engine to them. I think it would be a, it would be a particularly strange move for a sport to take if a team says we can have Mercedes engines and they're willing to supply us. And then the governing body to go. No, you need the less the you you need the less good engine because there's less of them on the grid. <laughs> it's all about diversity in engine worlds. <laughs> yeah, but this is the FIA who are notoriously good at shooting themselves in the bollocks. Oh yeah, oh, there is yeah. That. yeah, that's true. They were, they were aiming for the foot, <laughs> but it was a terrible ricochet. <laughs> that's what happens when you shoot yourself on a rubber mat. Mm. Um, talking of shooting yourself in the foot, looks like Alonso won't be driving an Andretti car with a Honda engine in this year's Indy 500. Nope. No, Honda have vetoed, well, the, the top brass at Honda, mm. it looks like, yeah. v- vetoed uh, American Honda performance from giving him the car with the Honda engine. They should have just sent one message out saying, GP2 driver. Yeah. GP2 but he had, driver. He had a Honda <laughs> engine last time, didn't he? Nope. Oh, was it Chevy? No, it was a Chevy. No, um, no, when he was... It was a Honda... It was, it was a Honda two years ago, but... Yeah. It was a Chevy he couldn't qualify. Yeah, it was a Chevy yeah, yeah. last time. But he was... He, don't forget, he was still a uh, McLaren. McLaren Honda driver the first time. Oh, of course he was, yeah, because he left Formula One, didn't he? Yeah, when Jensen Button peed in his seat. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, though. It's not like uh, Fernando Alonso was out of order for his GP2 comment. No, and for Honda to turn around and go, GP2 driver, GP2 driver, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the time, Honda was a GP2 engine. Yeah. Um, and let's not forget, Alonso said that in Suzuka and then went and drove for Toyota, won a couple of world championships, and then did Dakar in a Toyota. Given only Alon- four weeks ago. Mm. Give, I think it's more to do with Toyota than Three it is weeks to do ago. with GP2 engine. I imagine that's what will have pissed them off, yeah. that yeah. he's gone and done stuff with them. And won. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, realistically, you're... Uh... Oh, well, yeah, because he was in Toyota for WEC, wasn't he? he? Was, two yeah. world championships. Yeah, yeah. Did he get two? I thought he just I think got, he got one. two. No, he only got one world championship, but two Le Mans, because it was the super season with two... Oh, was it? Two Le Mans 24 okay, hours yeah. in it. Um, uh, but... I suppose, does he, did, did he technically have a stake in one of the championships because he left halfway through the season? 
No. He left after he he missed I think the last couple of rounds didn't he? But he left after they'd done enough to get the yeah. world champion. No, right, the okay. the W E the last W E C season was the super super season. Le with, with Le Mans. a year and a half with two Le Mans in it. Yeah, um, he did the whole season. He did the whole oh, the whole eighteen months because he um, he did both Le Mans victories that were in the 2018-2019 I did they did season. that. I don't think that car won the second one. I think they finished second but won their world title there, and he looked really pissed off about it. I but could. I could be wrong. Mm. <laughs> Let's consult yeah. the world. Yeah. Excuse, excuse me um, for throwing think, spanners into I the think world. Toyota was so far ahead, and all of a sudden the number eight car, which was not Alonso's car, had issues and had to slow down before the end of the... I think the number the eight Lamont. car mm. was the Alonso car. Was it? Number seven so. car number may seven start slowing down then. Mm. That was, I think, the first year. The second year, I have a vague like recollection of Alonso having a face of thunder mm. while holding a cup of really beige-looking coffee. Lando didn't make that one, did he? Sticks no. in your mind. Yeah. We, all, we all remember Lando, the coffee guy, don't we? When he before he was a yes. yeah. driver. Was yeah, that yeah, when yeah. he had a spoon on a drill? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great way to do it. I'm into that. Um, I think it's a real shame for IndyCar, though. No, the number eight did win. My apologies. There's no uh, there's no doubt in the Alonso effect on IndyCar, especially that mm. first year he was in it, you know. That, oh, of course. The hype for that was yeah. crazy. And then to just walk in and be competitive as well. This is what this is why I think um I mean the the article in Racer was saying there's not a lot of teams left with Chevy engines and available cars, but they've failed to mention Penske. Mm-hmm. Which would Who make now sense. own IndyCar. Uh-huh. Penske now and own the Indy, the Indy circuit. circuit, the series, yeah. and a team with Chevy engines. And I think the Indianapolis Media Company or some bollocks like that, which has all the. If anyone can rights. find an independent car to put Fernando <laughs> Alonso in the Indy 500, it'll be Penske. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I reckon we will see him in it, but it'll be in a, Pen- it'll be in a Penske Chevy. That's that's or, capable of winning, isn't it? Or Penske's have always Penske's been capable of winning. Yeah, you yeah. turn in a McLaren. <laughs> McLaren put a third car in. That's not oh. a s- stupid guess. T- yeah. team, uh, they're not Honda, are they? Are they Honda? No, no. Don't don't know. Know. Um, Arrow Schmidt Peterson. Something else. McLaren or Team Spam, as somebody's been yeah. calling yeah. Um Team Spam. Schmidt Peterson, Arrow yeah, McLaren. No, they yeah. are. I'm sure they are Chevrolet. Because uh, what's his face? The Canadian one. Uh, James Hinchcliffe had some kind of big post about how he'd have to split from Honda, and then they fired him for posting a nude photo of himself on the internet. So. Isn't Marcus Ericsson part of that? Marcus team? Ericsson is part at, of that at team. At the moment, because he he tweeted a photo not that long ago of a car in entirely husky chocolate livery. Yes. Which, it, go for it, do it. Do uh, the, the husky chocolate or the well, livery? Re- it's, or? Well, te- technically, it's a red and white McLaren. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, Arrow Schmidt Peterson, Sport, McLaren, whatever. Uh, Chevy engines, two confirmed drivers, Patricio Award and Oliver Askew, with another entry to be confirmed oh, for round six, which is the Has 500. Has Ericsson gone somewhere else now? He's... Ericsson is at Chip Ganassi That's Racing. I knew he'd oh, gone okay. somewhere so, good. so they do have another car for 500? Yeah. Right. So well. it's Fernando Alonso. <laughs> Alonso will be straight on the phone and sat down like, I know I left, but... <laughs> I'll come back if Bob Fernley doesn't. Yeah. And I'll like, bring listen. my hats with me. 
Listen, lads, I could have cars off you for the rest of my life, and you still won't make up the make up for the mess of the end of my Formula One career. <laughs> so let's just consider that I'm you surprised still surprised I got far enough one. to do those donuts in Abu Dhabi. If I'm perfect, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair fair play to McLaren. They've they've screwed up the end at the moment of two of Alonso's careers: his Formula One career and his Indy career. Yes, <laughs> so far, yeah. yes, yeah. Although yeah. that's just typical Alonso, isn't it? This looks good. Alonso steps in. Ah, oh, no, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, but but to the point where they forget to get a steering wheel. Yeah, you know that that's bad for Alonso look. Yeah, and don't forget the wet paint. The wet paint. They couldn't qualify in one of the cars because the paint hadn't dried, and then they forgot which gearbox to put in, so they put the wrong one in. Just good. Ridiculous. And this is why Bob Fernley's out of a job. Yeah. No, I'm fairly sure he's quite happy retired in Yorkshire. <laughs> After all that, wouldn't you be? Probably. Yeah, I, I do. I I do hope Alonso gets himself on the grid though, because I I like watching Indy 500 when he's in it. I like having somebody to support. But you've got Ericsson. I like having someone to support. <laughs> Max Chilton. I like having someone does to support. I, does he still do ovals? I thought he'd no, lost he, out no, he, um, He's still doing the last one. <laughs> I thought he said about three quarters of the way through last season that he wasn't going to do any more ovals. So he only does the road courses now. Yeah. yeah. What's the point? You're like, if you're not going to do all... If, if you can't technically win a championship... What's the point in doing it? There is like a, there are two secondary championships because there's an oval championship and a road course championship oh, is that all as right? well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's an overall champion and then specialists. It's like WWE. To too be many fair, belts. I don't think I don't think the hypothetical European drivers' champion. championship yeah, yeah. for Max champion. Chilton is really on his radar. No, I don't think he's threatening, is he? No, I mean they also do participation awards. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Patricio Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, well, I was going to say, t- talking of Indy, NASCAR, bizarrely, uh, running a race on the road course there this year, so they're going to make them turn left and right. And, Shit. And mm. go clockwise. Oh, my God, the amount of accidents. Oh, the humanity. This might be worth a watch. <laughs> this is going to be the best thing that happened to NASCAR since Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they announced last week that um, they're going to race clockwise on the Indy road course. And is I, that the F1 way round? That's the F1 right. way round. Yeah. So they're going to be taking the banking the wrong way around that they're used to. How many of them are going to try and do handbrake turns and go the right way for them? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's going to mess with some people. Do you remember on the old Formula One games where you could like have the mirrored circuit? Yeah. It totally yeah. messed with your head. Complete. It's going to be the what? Yeah, oh, Rouge suddenly became, oh, fuck, there's a massive turn and I'm coming downhill. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. appears to be almost what they're going to do with the French Grand Prix this year. Yeah. <laughs> Mirrored circuits would, would mess you up on the PlayStation, wouldn't they? Yeah. Like Adelaide backwards, hmm. Suzuka backwards. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't mean like backwards in the wrong way around, like the turn left turns or right turns and vice versa. Mm. That's what's going to happen to the NASCAR drivers. Their brains are just going to implode. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Their brain is just going to implode. <laughs> it's like one collective hive cell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like the Borg, but they shag each other's sisters. <laughs> anyway. Um, what else have we got? Next thing on the list, uh, Jack Aitken um, dropped or has parted company with Renault. 
Because he spends too much time with that other company that does Formula One stuff. I feel like he was out of contract anyway. Mm -hmm. But has obviously not been retained. It's a shame. I I feel Formula One's escaped Jack Aitken. Well, he does a lot of stuff with rival broadcaster. (laughs) Not really rival broadcaster. WTF1. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I have on my phone... (laughs) They were sponsoring him. They were? Well, they were sponsoring him. But I have on my phone, if I can go into my Twitter messages... <clears throat> is this a world exclusive? No, it's not a world exclusive. This was this was something that happened sources some suggest. years ago. No, no, not sources suggest. <laughs> not even sources suggest. I can prove to you that this this is this is real. Um, <sighs> this makes for really good radio. It, it does. It does. Eighth of June, twenty sixteen. Mm. Message from me to Jack Aiken. Hello, Jack. Hope all is well. Just a quick one. I'm part of an F1 podcast that started last year, Three Legs, Four Wheels, and we're now up to a certain amount of listeners. We're looking to get some guests on the show to give our listeners a great insight from all perspectives. Would you like to share your experiences as you climb up the ladder towards F1 with us? We can arrange Skype interviews or something similar if you like, and ideally it'd be great to check in with you every couple of months. Kind of like a resident young driver. Never ever got a response from Jack Aitken. And do you know what? That was around about the time you'd have set up... The interviews that we had with Lando Norris yep. and George Russell, because there was the three of them. Uh, it was a little bit earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. there was the three of them in F2 at the same time. Two of them? Two the of them. The two of them that got back to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Things have gone all right for them. Not saying it's because of us, yeah. but it's not, not have because of us. Have the courtesy to reply yeah. to your DMs and you'll get into F1. Yeah. 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 Not just that. <laughs> respond to me and everything works out fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't respond to me. And, oh, look, Dan's not here. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't expecting that. Dan has been danned. (laughs) He's been dispatched, should we say. (laughs) We're telling everyone he's on a mission. Yeah, well, well, don't don't say that. That's a bit too obvious. (laughs) Don't get the code, is it? He's gone to kill Jack Aiken in Operation Get Jack. <laughs> no, he's on a mission in the country where he can chase round former young drivers to his pleasure. <laughs> okay, Prince that Andrew. That's, that's <laughs> that came out wrong. That came out wrong. Like, like a sleep, bloody Super Bowl. <laughs> anyway, that's, moving on. Yeah, all, all of a sudden, he's got best, too much honour and he can't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine because he was at a Pizza Express in Woking at the time because he was going to sign a deal with McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> go to a pizza express in Woking no we went to a weather what are you trying to say I'm just just generally interested to know that we went to a weather spoons we went to a bar good like like men that do men's stuff and nothing to do with people trafficking or Epstein (laughs) allegedly what were we talking about Uh, we were talking talking about Jack Aitken apparently he's still he's moving on yeah he's moving on apparently he's still going to be driving for Carlin in F2 um, in the upcoming season, does, does this mean? Do, do we think? Get, getting serious for a minute. Do we think he's mm, he's, uh, he's get he's been released from Renault or um, has um, you know released himself from the Renault Young Because think... there's a possibility of him joining a, a, a team or you know a, a Williams, for example, or. Yeah, I think it's neither. Point. I think I think he I think he was generally at the end of his deal, and they've obviously chosen yeah. not to keep him on. Whether... I did read somewhere like they have like six drivers like 
lined up. They signed quite a few last year. Um, I think they're obviously in a position at the moment with Ocon and Ricardo, where they probably don't necessarily need a young driver ready to go. Maybe. Um, <laughs> this week. And obviously yeah. they had the situation with Hubert, who probably was course, the next yeah. in line mm-hmm. in their academy, and obviously, sadly, is not anymore. Um so yeah, I'm not quite sure where they are with the the pecking order in their academy, but I think uh, Joe, I think would be probably the next one in line. Yes, he's quite good actually. I quite like him. But is you know, Jack Aitken could um, find himself as a you know. Well, he says he's going to reveal like, reveal his plans soon in due course, which is usually media speak for he hasn't got any. Formula he E. He is maybe. currently not confirmed in F2. Formula E is a likelihood for him, could or. Be. Um, he could end up being, and I don't want this to happen because, of course, we always want to see young drivers doing well. But of course, there's not room for all the young drivers to do well. No, nope. uh, it could end up being like an Oliver Rowland, Alex Lynn kind of driver, just on the cusp, almost just, there. Just didn't do it, yeah. Almost, and then just doesn't doesn't. Or quite. he could be he could be the Gary Paffett and be on young driver programs until well into his sixties. Mm. I think your man that if he does well is in the pound seats now is Tictum for getting into Formula One. Because a good season from George Russell, I think we'll see him in a Mercedes next year, and a hole will be left in uh, Williams. He's, You're he's, only saying that because you like his hair. I, I like he, him, to be perfectly honest. He seems seem like a good dude. They, I, I want him to do well. They've not signed him pro, like, as a proper test driver, though, haven't they? They've got, what's his face, Roy Nissany. Yeah. That. They've got him as some kind of Tobin development role. He is, yeah. Roy, yeah, yeah. Roy Big Books, yeah. He, I mean, they've met, Williams have said nothing about him, and immediately after Aitken started... Because not to, probably. Yeah, but <laughs> immediately when Aitken... Not Aitken, uh, when Tickton uh, started his role with Williams, they turn around and say he's absolutely one of the best drivers we've had through the door. Uh, you know, uh, this, uh, apparently his simulator work's been amazing. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, because I mean, he's spent that much time playing video games. That mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Nine drivers, by the way, on the Renault. I, I think you're too. Okay. Uh, did yeah. any did anyone see the fake um, Williams render that somebody put out? I did not. Was it was that one of the, uh, the is it Pete Bull? Not Pete Bull. He's one of our listeners. He's one of our listeners. Sean Bull. Sean yeah, Bull yeah, yeah. Sean was one of his. I think it was. It, it, lo- was, it looked like it. it he was, should just design the cars. <laughs> It was a it was a rocket livery on a car with a bit more red. Than yeah, last I years. saw that. It looks ace. Hasn't Sean Bull actually done some stuff for real life Formula E? Yeah, I think he has. He's he's got a job now designing something for someone. I think uh, I want I want yeah. to I want to say for an actual team. It might be, I have no mm. idea, but yeah, his um his stuff got got. He got recognised, put it that way. He's yeah. bloody good. Yeah, he is. Yeah, if, you, um, if you've not seen him, just look up Sean uh, Sean Bull designs. Yeah. Um, comes up with a load of concept liveries. Yeah, look on Twitter. He's really active <clears> on Twitter. Just to uh, just to plug that. Mm. Um, on the subject of Formula E, they have postponed, not cancelled, the race in China due yeah. to coronavirus. And F1 are looking at the situation and the strategy group are meeting this week on Wednesday. The thing at is, at least it's not Tuesday. What have you got? Three months? Three months to what would be the no. Chinese Grand Prix? Two. April no. two April twenty first. Well, that's it's, that's not happening because that situation is not going away. In I mean, those those tires will already be on the way there, because it's fourteen weeks. No, no, so. not now. They won't. <laughs> well, this, this, <laughs> this is what back, I mean. Like, 
some people are saying, well, Formula E race was, was supposed to be when it was supposed to be early March. Yeah, yeah, Formula E race was supposed to be early March. So really, Formula One could leave it till mid March. No, they can't. They really can't because all the stuff starts going mm-hmm. there. The sooner they make the decision, the sooner they save money for everyone, for the people who were going to go go to the race, mm-hmm. uh, the the you know the logistics mm-hmm. and the people who were going to go there and start setting up. Yeah. If they cancel or postpone the race and just put it back towards the end of the calendar, towards you know the end of the year, mm-hmm. if they can find a space for it, I don't think I don't think F one will be able to find another space for it. Or they just pull out of it completely this yeah. year. I think the other thing when, to think with that is as far as what they do is you've you've just got to think of the people that travel with Formula One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and you know, the, these people that form Formula One will simply not put at risk. No, this is what I was trying to say in our chat group, which Sean will will not have seen unfortunately, not being part of the chat group. I am excluded. Um, <laughs> not really. No. Self exclusion. <laughs> <laughs> but the um Formula One, if it went ahead with it and something one person got ill from yeah. it and it wouldn't be one person but I mean like one person in the paddock got yeah, ill yeah. then then that would look really bad like mm-hmm. really bad but if people in the crowd you know who came travelled to there to watch the race and there was an outbreak of people who visited the Chinese Grand Prix you know weeks later well you know 20,000 people went to the Chinese Grand Prix 8,000 of them have fallen ill right that's a huge issue do you know what I mean that, that would look so so bad it's a massive gamble mm-hmm. when other sports are not, you know, not going to China to to, to sit there and be like, we're going to go ahead. And we, Get, we getting getting there would be the issue at the moment because there's a lot of airlines have actually withdrawn flights to the Chinese mainland now. Uh, for crews mm. it wouldn't, would it? For like pit crew because they travel Bernie with Bernie yeah. Air. But, but fans yeah. is what I'm saying. But the a other clue. issue as well, you talk about if one person in the paddock got it, they then go and sit on a flight with all the other people yeah. Yeah. to and the, drivers, the next destination. Yeah. Which and is then just suddenly the teams, other people you, you, you wouldn't like all, all the mechanics and stuff, they've all got families and things like that and you wouldn't wa- I'm, I wouldn't go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> so we could be uh, we could be looking at our first cancellation since 2011. Mm. Is that when Bahrain That's was cancelled? Bahrain got cancelled because of the protest there. Mm. So yeah, because I can't, I just can't see F1 rescheduling it because of the way that the calendar is. They have other races later in the year as well, don't they? At Shanghai, they have like their. Do they have an eight hours, six hours? Yeah, there's a quantity of hours. Yeah, there's some hours from WEC. Yeah. I mean, the only thing they could do, I suppose, is break their summer break rule. They wouldn't go to China in between, I wouldn't have thought. Instead of having a holiday, we're going to go to the land of the coronavirus this year. Yeah! Teams are going to be up for that, aren't they? Fucking hell. No, they just. Daddy, can we? (laughs) I think they just cancel it, in all fairness. (laughs) I can't say that happening because don't forget they've got. um, F1 have got something like three paddocks that are constantly circling circling the globe. And. As soon as everything gets broken down in China, it will be going to mm. another Asian race. So it'll probably end up Vietnam. Probably. So they couldn't ship it back. So that's what I mean. Logistically, they need to make that decision now. Yeah. Which yeah. is why they're meeting on well, Wednesday. Come that time, I mean, like you say, other Asia races might not be the best thing to do. Well, hopefully, it won't get that to mm. that point. And what they're doing in China will be enough. But that's. Um, for another podcast, yeah, that so discusses current affairs. The the only thing that we can do is sort of keep um, the F one can do is keep an eye on the situation, and but they're going to have, like you say, they're going to have to decide quick. And I think we'll get an answer fairly soon after this uh, this strategy group meeting on Wednesday. 
Yeah, yeah, you, I, that's probably a good bet. And just for once, the strategy group might actually come up with a decision quickly rather than <laughs> take three hours to decide what biscuits they're having with the tea. It's a big decision, yeah. though, that, isn't it, the biscuits? It is. We know all about mm-hmm. this. We just bring them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, that is that is the list of all the things that you sent us through earlier. Anything else? Anybody's not really. Your, your man's got a oh, Renault job, which we didn't mention because it was last week. It was the only thing that was going to be the thing. I was going to throw Eric Boulier into the mix. Of course, oh, yes. yeah. He is now That's the managing director of the French Grand Prix, which means we should all book tickets an to the French Grand Prix. Exciting man in charge of an exciting race. Just the guy that's really good at lying, <laughs> so someone could turn around and say that race was rubbish. No, it wasn't. It was really good. <laughs> Do you remember how good it was? The thing is, the catering now <coughs> at the French Grand Prix is going to be amazing. You'll be bored, but you'll be well fed. Yeah, yeah. You will have some amazing pastries to talk about when you come back. <laughs> you will literally be fed up with the race. Mm. Possibly. <laughs> you watch yeah, now, the I French d- Grand Prix will be the best one this year. You know? <laughs> I, say, I don't know if it's the fix they were looking for, to be honest. <laughs> Eric Boulier. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like you, if Eric Boulier is the answer, what the fuck is the question? Does yeah. Bernie Eccleston own the circuit? He does. Yes. So yeah. Bernie Eccleston owns a circuit, and for the race for the event that's being held there for Formula One, he's put Eric Boulier. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Eric Boulier. You might remember him from such seasons as having a Renault team that wasn't able to pay Kimi Raikkonen and Mihal, uh, being and part... And Honda, my God, we're on fire again. And being part of the worst McLaren ever created. <laughs> he, may, he may have photos. I wonder if he's got photos of Bernie. He might have photos mm. of Max. Maybe, well, he is French. Maybe Grosjean helped him out. <laughs> it's a conspiracy, damn it. Oh, God, it is as well. Yeah. Um, on, the other, on the other thing we've got, is all the launch dates are now confirmed? Mm-hmm. All of them. All, all of them. them. Red Bull have finally, uh, finally announced it. So we've got a few on Valentine's Day, haven't we? Yeah. Quite a few. Starting on February the eleventh, so that means there's guaranteed to be Tuesday news next week. Woo-hoo. Is Ferrari? Um, Wednesday the twelfth is Red Bull and Renault. Uh, Thursday the thirteenth, McLaren. Uh, Valentine's Day, which is a Friday, Alpha Tori, when they officially announce their new name, and Mercedes doing their private launch again, mm-hmm. and just releasing footage. Um, bit of a jump forward to the 17th for Racing Point and Williams. And then on the first day of testing, which starts on the 19th, Haas and Alpha are both launching the cars at Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Interesting that Ferrari customers are waiting very late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Ferrari are the first team to launch. Yes. And Ferrari customers are the last teams that to That is odd. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Coincidence. So, Ferrari, launch, Ferrari launching the car without an engine in it because all the engines will be getting shipped to Barcelona to mm. share the one engine between the... Well, no. Uh, do you remember Mark Genet, the one that, that, that you guys were at the Mercedes launch for? Where they had like the weird... You can hear the Ferrari engine. It is the heart of the car. <laughs> yeah. You can hear it behind a wall. Yeah. You weren't allowed to see it. You could hear it. It was, it was an odd occasion, that. Mm. Well, they're really fucked launches, haven't they? Where's the 90s launches gone? Like, 90s launches, early 2000s launches. Was uh, it McLaren that had the Spice Girls at one of theirs? E- or was it Red Bull? No, Red Bull married a Spice Girl. Yeah. I, I, always those, I always get those two mixed up. No, I think it, I think it was, didn't they? Have, they launched the launch of the car at 
Vodafone headquarters with the Spice Girls. Oh yeah. dear. <laughs> Standard. I enjoyed the uh, one where they built the McLaren in that square. Where they brought the parts in. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. It was a good a good law. I mean, the only thing I would say is that somebody forgot to mention during the plan of that goes, it takes a long time to build a Formula One car. This isn't going to be a quick launch, fellas. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they... Um, not not a launch, but it was a formula, live Formula One car build. I think it was the 1995 BBC Sports Personality of the Year. They bi- um, built a Benetton while the show was going on mm. and wheeled it out at the end, oh, wow. just in time for International Sports Personality of the Year. Guess who it was? <laughs> <laughs> mm, let me guess. Would it have been nice? Mark Cheney, <laughs> <laughs> Luca Badoa. <laughs> So I think that's that's a, that's about it for all the sort of newsy stuff this week. Yeah, at least it's at least we're getting something. You know, we're getting we're getting close. We're getting, we're in the same month as testing now. Yeah, yeah. we were spoiled the year that Rosberg retired. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were. There was a lot to talk about over the winter. This is why we've ended up doing two week breaks. Just kept it, it went batshit crazy, didn't it? That year, there was so much went on yeah. in the off season. It was yeah. just the chain of events, wasn't yeah. it? It was like, oh shit, Rosberg's gone. What the hell else is happening now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've had no dominoes this year because every, everybody had signed up to the contracts by with Pizza Hut. Mm. <laughs> oh come on that was alright <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my best here that was worthy of me and that's saying something uh, I thought it was alright but no I mean every, everybody had signed up just not long after the end of the season yeah and um, you know the, the the biggest new signing announcement was Nicholas Latifi mm. well I think that's what's exciting this year isn't it is the, the, like the driver market's going to be on fire from like Australia. Tell you what, Nicholas. Latifi. Bad choice of words. Nicholas, yes, <laughs> Nicholas Latifi's done well to already be rookie of the year. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. I don't, I've got a feeling he'll come second. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see. Is it about time that we shunted things? I think so. Right. Do you have a shunt? I, yeah, I do. Seeing as, you, seeing, as you, seeing as you had to nip through at the living room and get the laptop just before we started Lip, recording. Like 10 seconds before we went live. It's like, we're about to go live. Oh, yeah. Better, better, better get a total shunt well, machine. Well, I, I forgot I'm using all my technology to do what we're doing. Except for the other bits of technology that you've got there. Couldn't decide whether to bring the laptop or the iPad through. It must be hell. <laughs> I, it is. I said this to Martin the other day. Like, it's a proper first world problem. We've no, got it's to not use even the, first world you, You've got to use the spare MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who, now, sent, who sent this one in? And is this one that we've had before? No, it's not. Because this is from new friend of the show. Oh. M- Mr. Tom Horrocks. And, uh, Hello, Tom. I, like, and the reason I went for this, because he only sent it in the other day, and usually he would go to the back of the pack. But this guy is a fucking champion. A, not only is he a McLaren fan, which fucking helps when it comes to the selection process, <laughs> but he listened to our first podcast on... Where is it? Where did he say he'd listen to us? Uh, he listened to the first first show back in January, the 23rd of January, I believe it was. And he's he, caught up 230-something shows. And he has then. listened he is, to 
every podcast. He has binged, he's binged us in like yep. two weeks. That is commitment. That <laughs> yeah. is more commitment than I have. It's more than I've ever listened to. So <laughs> I, 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 That's I, like over 500 hours of podcasting. I that's... felt it was only fair. It was like, he's listened. I don't know that there's been uh, enough has there hours. Been enough, has he had two going in like, stereo? Oh, don't, don't forget, when you're listening to podcasts, you can actually speed them up to mm-hmm. one and a half, one and three so quarters. Well, I think he, he, said he, listen, he said he listened to his back as far as Spotify would let him go. Ah. Oh, so that's probably that's about a week. Six, that's about no, six. I'm joking. Um, I'm joking. About six months. That's that still a big commitment. That's a lot of podcasts. That, yeah. Christ. <laughs> I mean, Tom, if you want to go back even further, go onto the website and they're all archived on there. You can, yes. You can go, you can go you back. You can listen to, to the terrible episode one. Which was slightly better than the unreleased and that computer that had it on has now died pilot show. Z- both pilot shows. <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome to Three Legs, Four Wheels. <laughs> Oops. I'm glad that computer's dead. <laughs> Maybe that's what killed it. <laughs> Stuck a drill through it myself. Let, right, let's not forget that we we went through the fucking terrible phase of doing the early podcast where we thought it was a good idea to lap refuse by the, lap. the race lap by lap oh, no. and not team by team. <laughs> yeah. Terrible idea. We'd like to thank everyone that stuck with us for a while because some, yeah. at some points it must have been a living hell. Lab e- 17. Evolution is car. real, motherfuckers. I want, I want people to, to, to get in touch either on the, on the Twitter or on the, on the Facebook page or by email uh, just to let us know what the first episode you can Why do you remember listen? listening to. Which it, which I can get I can answer this one in the case of Michael Cohen and Rich Walker and they have both been around since episode one. Yeah, that they, is commitment. Yeah. They both need committing. <laughs> I can't remember the long, the longest to go episode I can remember is the one that um, you can't remember recording the first episode. No, no, I'll no, put, no. I'll put your little house. I can't remember there. what we did, but like the one that sticks in my mind was when apparently I told a joke and somebody nearly crashed their car when they were mm-hmm. listening to us. <laughs> oh dear! So uh, that that's I mean swing and a miss, but you know. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember last year Paul Paul's vape falling over and somebody nearly crashing their truck. Yes, <laughs> thinking their axle had just fallen off. <laughs> this is why I'm now using a smaller, more silent vape. Yeah, iPod it's, shuffle. It's only because this thing's made of fucking dark matter. It's that heavy. <laughs> I'm just going to lay that flat just in case of any sensible, other issues. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Horrocks has got us on a nostalgia trip. Yes. Yes. What we should be doing is shunting. Yes, I was born. Yes, Tom. He gets it. New listener, but knows oh, what he's no, doing. No, right. Not only does he get it, right? Not only is this his first time after <laughs> after just binging like all the episodes you could get his hands on on Spotify, he's uh, he's wrote the questions down right. He's given me a spaffer, and he's even split them up to one, two, three. Guess. Oh, amazing. Oh, Four, this five, is six. A, this guy is guess. a pro. <laughs> Absolutely on it. Professional, yes. like <laughs> one of them car bonnets. Proper shuntist. I was born. On the 29th of October, 1951. That is precise. That is early Formula One, if we're going Formula One with this. Yes. I first raced at a a driving school at Brands Hatch in 1970. I'm not sure that you're supposed to race at a driving school. Um, controlled been, race, been, yeah, yeah they do racing, race craft, yeah, racing and school. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, um, in 1970, so, at the, at so 19. 19, coming to it late, 18 or 19, depending on when that yeah. was. I raced in Formula Four 
in a Lotus 69FF and won the Autosport magazine competition. I would like a guess. Oh, fuck. In um, 1970. Mm, so we're looking at somebody who is or would be 68 at the moment. When was uh, Tom Price's accident? That was 77, wasn't it? Something like that. About that, yeah. That he be, was that... a Welsh Formula One driver, wasn't he, Tom Price? That could be. That could be a good shout. Roughly right. Roughly the right age. Yeah. Do you okay. go Tom Price yeah. for a first guess? Go that for the first one. Go that. Uh, I raced in a Hawk uh, chassis in Formula in the Formula Ford 2000 Championship. Okay, because Formula Ford 60. That's that's way back when it's Formula Ford 1600, Formula Ford 2000. Um, then eventually Formula Ford did just become a 1600 CC Championship. Mm. I have two F1 entries to my name. Oh, so probably not Tom Pricing because he did quite a lot of. I was going to say he did about two or three seasons, didn't he? Two F1 entries. That doesn't necessarily mean they've raced if they've got two entries either. Do you know who else has two F1 entries? Mm. Bernie Eccleston. Slightly older than 68, though, is uh, Mr. Eccleston. Um, Yeah, parts of him are 68. I, I had my first. Uh, my first entry was in the 1980 Belgian Grand Prix. I qualified 23rd and retired with an engine failure. Tiffany Dell. Oh, I like that. Your your mate. My hand. <laughs> he really isn't. I argue with him quite often and disagree with him on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'd like to guess. Hey, it, it could yeah. be. Also I mean, supports the worst football team on the planet. Anyway, carry on. Well, Southampton yeah. in your eyes. <laughs> I, I would, I would, have, I would have said Scarborough, but of course. I want to guess. Are you going with uh, Tiff? Tiff, I, Tiffany? Yeah. Dell, yeah, I reckon he's been listening very carefully, and he's heard you go on about your uh, your disagreements. I don't know if uh, that goes back so far on Spotify. Maybe he has seen it. I, I can't remember a Tiff Nadell like bashing contest for a yeah. while. Yeah, I don't know that. Uh, I, I Worst don't... bonus round ever. He's a great, great car reviewer, but he's wrong about motorsport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. Uh, my second and final uh, F1 race was in 1980 at Monaco, uh, at Monaco, where I failed to qualify. Okay. Just like, just like what Bernie did. I don't think Bernie even got in the car at Monaco. Oh no, he he, <laughs> he had an entry, but yeah, he, I think he I think he withdrew before qualifying. I think he, he practiced at Silverstone. But that was it, because <laughs> uh, Bernie's two entries were in at fifty eight, I think Monaco and Silverstone, and he, yeah, failed to qualify both because I, I don't think he even got in the car at one of the Grand Prix. Mm. And got out and said, "I should buy this." So, so is that is that where we need to guess, or is that or we post guess? No, no, post guess. You've got another couple of clues okay. yet. Okay. Uh, my first appearance in the Twenty Four Hours of Le Mans was in nineteen eighty one, where I drove a Hesketh. I wouldn't know, to be honest with you. I didn't mm. know that Hesketh did um, did sports cars. I'm, I'm, no, mm. I'm not that well up on. Uh, I thought Hesketh went bust. Oh, it's, it's, like a, it's, it's obviously like a it's, legacy. Um, I, I just said Hesketh because I couldn't say the first word. It's L B E C Hesketh. Or so I is it someone who's bought IBEC. the naming rights? Yeah. So I've known what year no was it again, sorry. 1981. 1981. Um, number nine. I crashed with Nigel Mansell at the 1993. Uh, Tocker shootout race at Donington Park. 
I remember that. I don't know. Mm. That was just before Mantle decided he wanted to do touring cars and then drove a Mondeo into mm. the gravel trap at Donington. <laughs> um, that may may have been Tiffany Dale. I'm think, not I sure. Think you're on it. I think you're on it. Mm. Not, not sure. I was one of many drivers suspected to be the Stig. No, Tiffany he's Dell definitely was, was suspected to be, to be the Stig. Uh, that was number ten. Has been on Top Gear quite a lot. Yeah. He was on old, old, old Top Gear. I think yeah. we have to call mm. it now. Yes. Yeah. The only thing is, I think Tiffany Dale drove an ensign in Formula One. That's the only thing, and that's roughly the right time, isn't it? Eighty. Yeah. Eighty-one. Mm. Do, we go, s- do yeah. we go for it, or do we go for the Spaffer? Oh, no, no, no. We'll go with Tiffany Dell. We'll go all in for the full point. Yeah. Tiffany Dell. I'm Tiffany Dell. Chris, incredibly well done. <laughs> Tom, thank, thank you. you. That, that was, was very great. good. Yeah, great. That was great. Uh, the Spaffer was I became a television presenter presenting two different car related TV shows. Yeah. Top and fifth. Yeah. 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 Cheers, Tom. Thank you thank very you, Tom. much. That was great. That was brilliant. Right. How do you send a total shunt in? Uh, you can tweet me at a total shunt, but send it in a DM. You can do it, or you can do the same on Instagram. And you've got to listen to six months worth of shows before you send it in all at once. That's not a prerequisite, <laughs> but uh, it, if, if you can prove that you started listening like today and then listen to them all in a short space of time, clearly gets you bumped up the list. Having your profile picture with you clad in all McLaren gear also does not hurt. <laughs> Neither does Jensen Button memorabilia or Alonso memorabilia. <laughs> they can't see the Jensen Button sign picture up there, can they? From no. the camera, can they see? They might be able to see the cap. Oh no, it's it's a bit dark. Uh, over in the corner, just above the picture of my son. There's another signed Jensen Button picture. So there are two pictures no, of yeah. Jensen. Button. The camera wasn't focusing on at the time. Yeah. Ah. Um, right, if you want to get in touch generally, you can email the show at threelegsportwheels at gmail.com. We're on <coughs> Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at threelegsportwheels. And individually, the rest of us are at Flood21, at Sean Cowper, and at Pablo100. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pimp mine again as well because I've, I'm, I'm enjoying the old uh, the Twitter at the minute. Yeah. And I've got 902 followers and nice. I want 1,000. I've not so, yeah, long just, gone past the 1,000. It's, it's a good line. I, I, I want 1,000. Well, when you started mm. listening, what episode is either your favorite, <coughs> your favorite memory or your uh, your what you might consider to be your, your first episode of listening to the podcast? You can tweet me if you want at Flood21 with that one. Yeah, send, send, us, send us your best three likes by Wheels memories and we'll talk about a few on the next show in two weeks' time. Yeah. Um... Bit of a bit of a jump cut now because I'm going to do all the Formula Lee stuff separately tomorrow. Well, it wouldn't be a real podcast without a jump cut, would it? And of course, Formula Lee deserves its own jump cut these days. Right, first one of the winter series. It was a lap of Suzuka on the short track in the 2019 uh, Prima F2 car. Had 21 entries, so that means that somebody has missed out on the points for the first one. Um... The top 20 is, in 20th, we have Chris CPMK9, 19th, Stephen Perkin, 18th was Nick Patakis, I was 17th, Scott Spiegel in 16th, 15th was Chris Shales, 14th, Ian Walker, 13th, Adam Smith, 12th was Ruben Hernandez, 11th was Pete Bull. Top 10, we have Alberto Rolden in 10th place, Vaincher Camping in 9th, 
Kyle Armstrong in 8th. Ed Forsyth not in 21st, you actually came 7th this time. Dan Lyons in 6th. Callum Graham 5th and Marcel Streak in 4th. Right, top three. With a time of 40.853 in third was Max Williams. With 40.544 in second was Carl Toomey. And winning this week with a time of 40.496 was Santerio Nasty. So congratulations to everyone that made the top 20 and commiserations to Robo87 who was the one who missed out and uh, finished 21st. Better luck next time. Right, next challenge. It's going to be a lap of the Bahrain short track and the car for this one is the 1992 Williams, the FW14B and it's going to be another dry race. And you have until Monday the 17th of February, 7 o'clock UK time, uh, 2 o'clock Eastern, to get those into us. Right, best of luck. Shocking. Listen to all those confused faces. <laughs> listen to the faces. Yeah, listen, listen to all those confused faces screwing up as you release this podcast on a Thursday morning. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, I, should, I should be able to work out what the timetable is for future shows. We will be back in two weeks' time. And then probably regularly, won't it? We're, we're going to go, go every week after after testing starts. Yeah. Yeah. Preview, review. I mean, if you're new to the, to the show, uh, sort of... Uh, 2020 um, we do a preview for each race and then we review each race we usually start at the back of the grid and work forwards mm-hmm. uh, it's back it, back to back weeks they do tend to get a little bit yeah preview, preview yeah. and review yeah. Yeah. yeah and of course we've got the extra show as well that we do on Patreon every week that gets streamed on YouTube as well we send a private link out and if you are new you may guess we don't take ourselves too seriously <laughs> not in the bloody slightest really <laughs> <laughs> so please don't take us too seriously <laughs> So you can get the extra show by donating anything from $1 a month. And if you go to patreon.com slash three legs four wheels, you can sign up there. And uh, just want to thank all the new patrons that have joined us since um, since the turn of the year. Because there's been, uh, been a fair few. Thank you very much. Because uh, you keep us you keep us, uh, keep us in running. Keep us in check. All, all keep the wires running. All the cables, the fact yeah. that you know anybody who's watching us on the YouTube stream uh, can see us. That's one of the reasons yeah. why. Uh, and you know, if if you do, if you do the YouTube stream, you don't even have to wait for the podcast to come out. You can actually see us doing it. Bloody hell, we've got uh, three new YouTube subscribers. While I've been recording the show tonight. Brilliant. Yeah, they are keen. Um, are we going to do a YouTube? Uh, we're going to do a YouTube Q and A. So, audio so, listeners, thank you for listening. We'll be back in a fortnight. And even more uh, reason to come and see us on YouTube every yeah. week. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Later. Bye bye. Bye bye.